With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. I'm your host uh, for the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, we've got interviews flying up all the time now, uh, music podcasts as well. That's the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus with uh, yours truly and uh, Keith Hawkins. So you definitely want to check that out. That's all at ludinirockandrollcircus.com. I got an uh, interview uh, with us today. We've got uh, Amelia K. Spicer uh, on the line. We're going to be talking to Amelia here in a minute. Um, so uh, stick around. <laughs> um, I'd like to thank my sponsor real quick, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That is pplmag.com. It's Pittsburgh's first uh, internet radio, uh, television, online uh, business directory. Uh, you would definitely want to check it out. There's a lot of great content being posted uh, on a regular basis by people in a wide variety of fields that uh, can give you all kind of great information from uh, cardiological uh, uh, health to how to write and publish your own books to uh, success, uh, success in business, all kind of great stuff there. That is Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com for short. Check them out and uh, tell them that uh, you that the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus sent you. Um, as I was saying, we have Amelia um, K. Spicer uh, on the line with us today. Um, this, uh, even her bio, I'm reading her bio, and even her bio, the lyrics are so good, even her bio is uh, poetic. Um, as the lyric from her song, Shotgun, implies, singer-songwriter Amelia K. Spicer has a thing for wide open spaces and exotic places. Even her record label name, Free Range, reflects her vagabond spirit, which has carried her from the rolling green hills of her native Pennsylvania to her hill country of tech, to the hill country of uh, central Texas, and even the mountain mon- monastery, mon- let me start, I'm, I'm, I'm a radio personality, I can't can't say monastery. Uh, Mountain Monastery is in Nepal. She lives in uh, Los Angeles and Austin, but she might tell you she feels most rooted when she's heading toward a distant sunrise, a distant horizon, guided by uh, guided by the sky. Her label's motto is "Don't fence me in." She's got a new album out called "Wow and Flutter." Wow and Flutter, by the way, guys. Um, uh, that's a great title. And do you guys know out there in Radio Land? Think about this. You can email me your answers. Uh, what the origin or what Wow and Flutter actually refers to? You got to be a little bit older, like me, to probably know what that means. But uh, the record is great, and it does have this feeling of wide open spaces and this sort of like kind of like um, high lonesome sort of uh, vibe to it. It's absolutely beautiful. Amelia K. Spicer, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Service. Well, howdy! Thank you for that beautiful intro. Uh, I, I got to practice my reading. I get back to get reading reading classes again. Uh, sorry about that, but uh, uh, yeah. Um, so so tell us about yourself. Like, um, 
this obviously isn't, I mean, I would not expect that this is your first rodeo. I mean, you sound like a very seasoned uh, artist. So how did you get uh, into music? Like, how did you get bit by the bug that said, you know, let's go out and write songs and be awesome? Hmm. Well, it was kind of a crooked path, to be honest with you, um, because I wrote my first song when I was five. It's a... It's a hit, I'm pretty sure, called Vampire Bat. Um, oh, nice. But, oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, and I grew up singing music in the church and, and things like that, but I certainly had no plan or expectation to be pursuing it uh, when I was growing up, whenever that was going to happen. But I, I moved out to Los Angeles thinking I was going to be a film director. So even oh. though I had been around music, you know, when I was growing up, I hadn't done anything to pursue it. Like I had a band in high school or anything cool like that. Uh, so I was I was in L.A. working on a couple of projects. I really didn't, I didn't know anybody. I just came out to California, packed up my car and came out here. And nice. um, I, I was working on a, a little project <clears throat> and I disappeared into the basement of this place and had a had a piano and I just I sat down and started noodling on the piano and, and I ended up writing a little intro that ended up becoming this a song of mine called Like an Engine, which is the title track from my first C D. Um I didn't even know at that point that I was gonna really pursue it. Um I I thought I was still heading in the direction of making movies at some point. But I don't know. I had gone out to hear music in Los Angeles and it had always been a happy sort of inspiring um, process for me. But one time I went to a club and I left feeling unhappy and I couldn't figure out why. And uh, I sort of meditated on on it for a little bit or maybe drank some whiskey um, as a meditation. But I figured out it was... I don't like I, that. Wait a minute. Let me write that down. The whiskey, the whiskey <laughs> meditation. I like the that. Meditation, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I I came around to this rather stunning realization that I left unhappy because it was something I actually wanted to do myself. And I, I had <laughs> this was very surprising to me. So like I said, kind of a crooked little trail of breadcrumbs that um cut to, you know, here I am. And um, I don't think I took it real seriously. At the, you mm-hmm. know, at the beginning, I had so this the the record that you're that's the new one out is my third one. Um, but at least through the first one, I I was thinking that it was just kind of one more fun thing to do, and I don't think I was completely committed. Uh, I felt like I had a choice to stop doing. Huh. I think that was really the key. And then um, you know the point for lots of folks you figure out oh right this isn't actually a choice like this is actually who I am mm. so and definitely what, what, does, yeah. what does songwriting give you or do for you or, or allow you to express that say being in film being a, a director because in a, cause the director is like always kind of thought of as like the storyteller you know of the film right. um and the songwriter is kind of the storyteller of the song 
right. so, 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 so I can see the connection between two different types of uh, self-expression. But what is it about music that you that you kind of feel is like better for you or more suited to your than 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 film? Well, it's a good question, and I can I can actually answer that quite easily, and it's probably what we know to the music side, uh, and that is that you can be self-contained. And there was a point where um, working on films and being on a couple of sets and things like that, which it's a very collaborative thing. I, I still do lots of collaboration. I'm just saying um, you can sit and sing a song <laughs> in uh, lots of different places. And um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's just a much more self-actualized, moment for you for me and uh the immediate gratification honestly i probably had something to do with it was well i feel this way i want to create something and now i've done it and now i can play it versus a film which obviously does not work that way i will say however that um i still have a great love for filmmaking and um you know i'm i'm directing music videos um, and did so for the lead track for this one and and they feel very much the same to me well, I think my world my two worlds are really coming together and I think we'll we'll be coming together more and more um, in the coming future I, I believe well I mean I, I see this as something that sets you apart I mean it's like a big part of your story is the film side of it, and the fact that you're, I believe, in my feeling about your music, when I listen to your record today, it, there is a visual, cinematic sort of element to what you do with, with the songs. Does that, is that, does that make any sense to you? Yeah, it does, and, I'm, and I thank you for that. It's not as though I'm consciously trying to do that, but it certainly makes sense to me and that is the way I write songs. I'm definitely going through the movies in my head and putting together um, the vignettes, if you will. So it is yeah. what my process, you know, what the process is for me. Everybody writes differently. So I tend not to be a linear writer, um, and I'm, I'm quite happy to hear that that you hear that and, and, and see <laughs> and see what I'm what I'm writing. Um, so, do you have musical influences? Are there are there is there wells that you kind of like go to musical wells that you go to for inspiration? Yeah, I, yes, but not I, I'm not as um, schooled in in that way than lots of my music musical friends who who have uh, are very highly educated in music. I grew up listening to all kinds of stuff. Um, my, my folks listened to the Beatles and Irish folk music, and uh, my older brothers were listening to classic rock, Zeppelin and stuff like that, and I, mm-hmm. I, it all became this mishmash. It's all showing up in my music, whether you can hear it or not, you know. Um, but 
while I was making this record, um, it was a very challenging record to make, and it had lots of stops and starts to it. I wasn't listening to a, a lot of outside music. Um, I don't know if if there are some writers you know who are listening, but if if you're going for me anyway, during parts of this that were very challenging, it was almost like I couldn't listen to music because it was really painful in some ways because it or it certainly wasn't easy because it would, I was always thinking about the production. Um, mm. Couldn't just I couldn't just listen and enjoy it. I was always analyzing and mm. lamenting that you know that this record wasn't further along or something. I'm happy to say that um, now that this is out, I fully intend to go back to a love affair with music. So starting with friends of mine, you know, in the community, um, various places or or people I at least know of in the different places I call home. So there's so much talent out there. So um, that's that's my goal. And very, very much looking forward to going back to loving, loving the experience of just listening, you know. Um, so tell us about the making of A Wow and Flutter. Um, who's on it? Who produced it? Um, was it a long process? Did it come together relatively quick? Well, tell us about it. It did not uh, come together relatively quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but <laughs> nope, it sure did not. Which is, you know, when you when you finally get it out there, it makes it that much more satisfying. So mm-hmm. um, there's that there's that payoff. Uh, I produced the record. My um, engineer, uh, Steve McCormick, co-produced it. I took the drive with Pro Tools files to various places I was traveling. So I took it to Austin, for instance, or back east. And uh, so I was able to get some of my Texas friends on the record. Uh, it's really an embarrassment of riches on this thing. Um, so people from from the LA community and, and Austin. So um, I don't know if you're familiar, I don't know if you'll be familiar with these folks or not, but uh have Michael Jerome, a drummer, Andy Cameron, a drummer. Um, Malcolm Byrne mixed the record, and I don't know if you're familiar with his work, but I chose him based on his rather amazing resume of, uh, like, little records like Oh Mercy from Bob Dylan, The Yellow Moon, mm-hmm. The Neville mm-hmm. Brothers, Red Dirt Girl, Emmy Lou Harris, um, and I'm a big Daniel Lenoir fan, so it all sort of came full circle to have Malcolm mix it. But um, um, let's see. So, sorry, I'm looking. Just got <laughs> my phone kind of flipped out there for a minute. I thought we might be disconnected. No, you're, you're here. You're here. We can hear you. <laughs> yeah, so Why don't we, um, what, I got a lot. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I, uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. So um, Mike Finnegan is playing B3 on uh, a track. So a lot of sort of guests who were si- sitting in on a song or two. Um, he's played with like Jimi Hendrix. I mean, for crying out loud, you know, Eric Haywood on pedal steel. Just sort of the crazy. I do actually, I was so um, honored by all the people who are playing on it that I, I have all the, them listed on my website so people can Go look at it. <laughs> Admire the talent. 
um, I was really quite honored to have them all. Um, let's go ahead and, and listen to uh, Fill Me Up. Um, and then we'll come back okay, and great. tell us, the, we can talk about the song. Then I want to get into kind of what's going on with you with your live uh, performances. Oh, when we get. Okay. So we'll, we'll go into that in a minute. <laughs> that. Guys, check, check this out. This great. is um, from the, uh, my probably uh, the best titled album so far of 2017. Wow, and Flutter, it's just a great <laughs> title. Uh, brilliant. Um, but this is a track uh, by Amelia K. Spicer called Fill Me Up. Check it out. All right, Amelia, tell us about, I mean, we could analyze every song on the record, but this song has, it has a very cool video, um, I, and um, this is the first single, so but, so we'll just, let's, let's take this one apart a little wee bit. So tell us about the song, okay. what the lyrics, how it came together, and stuff like that. Okay. So I, I had uh, been a piano player for, uh, it's the only instrument that I played, up until about halfway through making this record. And during the making of this record, when I already had plenty of tracks to fill the record, <laughs> I picked up a guitar and for the first time and started teaching myself a couple of chords. And next thing you know, mm-hmm. I wrote a whole bunch of songs on guitar. And all of those songs, of course, I fell in love with and I wanted those to be on the record. So the song list kept changing. About the time I thought I was getting a handle on on uh, this sort of new direction, the same thing happened <laughs> with the banjo. And there was a banjo sitting around, and I picked that up and just found a couple of chords on that. And I wrote the song, Fill Me Up. I wrote that about as quick as I've ever written anything. It was probably within an hour. I had that, you know, from start to finish. It doesn't usually go that way. It'd be nice if it did. But... Mm one of those things, you know, it just kind of came pouring out. And I do think that the tone in that twang of the banjo was as much a part of the uh, the writing of that as anything. But I I was sort of picturing the, the, the twang of it put me on a porch and it mirrors the Blue Ridge Mountains in my head. And, um, mm. and I just kept seeing myself running and sort of pleading with the universe to fix what ailed me, I suppose. So, <laughs> so that is how that song came about. And I played, uh, we recorded it pretty quickly uh, after I wrote it. And in most, as in most of the tracks, it was sort of a piling up. Um, piece by piece rather than, let's say, you know, starting with an entire band and recording it live like that. Um, most of the record was not done like that. Most of it was tiling it piece by piece. And um, so I'm playing banjo on that. I'm playing lap steel on it as well. I'm playing lap steel on a lot of the tracks on the record. And I am, uh, I would not play lap steel on a stage. There are many people who are very good at that instrument. And, uh, and, <laughs> ought to be the ones <laughs> doing that live. But in the studio, you know, it's it's a very different thing. And it can just be something fun. And if you can get creative with what you're doing, um, it's more work on, on the other side of it. But I was having a blast just kind of trying things that good players on the instrument wouldn't do, you know. 
there's something very freeing about that. And if you're, if you just sort of commit to it and decide, well, if it's cool, I'm going to use it. If it's not, I won't. Um, so I was banging the crap out of the last day. It was really fun. <laughs> very cathartic. Um, so it sounds like and, this record, there was, there was some ex- real experimenting going on because all of a sudden you're oh, finding yeah. these new instruments and you're like, okay, no, wait a minute. I want to, I want to, I want to play around a little bit. I know. It was really fun. That part was, <laughs> was so fun. It's like the biggest sandbox ever, you know? It's like, oh, let me try this and let me try this. Um, of course, if you're in the room with somebody who actually knows how to play those instruments very well, <laughs> you might get glared at from time to time, although honestly, that didn't, that didn't happen. But, um, but it does take, you know, being okay with the fact that there is probably someone in the room who can play all those things better. But it's my voice, you know, and I'm uh, yeah. hopefully they're, you know, going to support that. And, and, and in this case, they, they did. So, yeah, it was really super fun. Cool. So, so tell us about what happens because you're like, I wouldn't play, uh, I wouldn't play, it on, I wouldn't play the last two on stage. So what, tell us about the live uh, situation, the, your, the live performance. Are you touring? What, what, what does the next, and what does the next six to twelve months look like for you? Okay, so we'll have a couple more music videos out, and I am beginning to tour um, June and July. <clears throat> pretty busy, and then it's going to get super busy um, for the fall. And most of those shows will be solo. I wish that I could take the whole band with me everywhere I go just because it's really fun and we have a blast. But, you know, um, until I hit the lottery or um, lots of people just give me a ton ton of money to make make that happen, I'll have to cut a few corners anyway. Um, We did some radio up uh, up the coast, and I did that with um, Steve Postel on, on electric guitar. So... You know, it depends on the on the kind of gig. In a couple of festivals, I'll have the band, things like that. In my LA-based band, I it's about six or seven people. Uh, many of it, three of us play multiple instruments, so it's <laughs> usually a little bit like um those clown cars. You know, you see cars <laughs> coming out of a tiny car, and you're like, how many instruments can we? Can we one stage? But you know, it's like every every song has its own personality, and um, I have far more instruments yet that I'd like to play live. Um, it just ha- it hasn't been practical yet. But one yeah. of these days, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that is a common issue with um, with artists is. Uh, is the touring and the expense of it and everything like that. So, you know, we uh, right. wish you uh, uh, much success so that you can go out there and, uh, uh, you know, t- t- take it on the road with the band, you know, as much as possible. <laughs> um, why don't you, you go ahead and um, tell everybody out there in podcast land, like where they can keep up with you on the Internet, how they can find you and uh, everything like that. Okay. Well, the best starting point is my website which is AmeliaKSpicer.com, and Amelia is spelled A-M-I-L-I-A, middle 
initial K and Spicer. And I'm on iTunes. This record is pretty much everywhere out there in the interweb of Amazon and iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, pretty much you name it. It's out there. So, yeah, and I'd love to hear from folks. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you active on social media? Yes. I, I, God help me. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Instagram. I am also a photographer, as it turns out, so I do post uh, some of my photographic works on Instagram. Um, I just had a photography show back east, as, and I performed at that as well um, at a gallery. So I had 31 of my photographs on display, which was really uh, fun and amazing. So, um, yeah, I am pretty much everywhere, Facebook. I don't I do not do a lot of Twitter. Uh, I guess less of that, you know, try to stay away from getting mad about politics. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Um, okay, well, so, and I just, I just popped over your site, and there are, there's the, on the right side of the page, there's all the little buttons you can press to go mosey on over right. to uh, everything Amelia has, Amelia K. Spicer has going on. Uh, so, very cool, and um, so, um, we're going to, we're going to get out of here then. Thank you, Amelia, for uh, telling us Thank all you so about, much for and going on. sure, and hearing a little bit of your story about uh, your, uh, your, your, um, your film uh, career. Let me ask you. We're gonna let's, let's do a complete before we get out of here. I'm gonna ask you because you're into film and I, I love film too. So I'm gonna just go ahead and put you on the spot and just do, just there's Uh-oh. no right or wrong. Just 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 give me in no order of no order of importance, but just in give me your top five favorite just personal. Oh no, I'm terrible at this. I always blank films. I always blank. I truly do. I. Uh... Okay, let's see. Raising Arizona. There's only five. <laughs> uh, Raising Arizona, Blazing Saddles. Let's see here. Um, mm, unbearable Lightness of Being, maybe. Oh, wow. Unbearable uh, Lightness of Being. Is that what you said? I That's did. a great yeah. movie. Wow, I haven't seen that in years. Yeah. It's Blazing Saddles, Unbearable Lightness of Being. Yeah. And let's see. Um Okay, I, I know that I'm that this is like mainstream and probably very uncool, but Bull Durham. <laughs> I'm okay. so sorry that it's that it's not a a deeper. Um, gosh. Okay, that might be that might be where I. Really, I'm, I've got so so many um, of the sort of mystical ones floating around in my head that I wish that I'd made, but, um, yeah, I might leave it. I might leave it at that. Okay. Well, I want, I don't want to pressure you. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it'd be interesting since you are in your know, filmmaker as well. Um, just to get your kind of perspective on that. So very cool. All right. Well, Hey, thank you for being like so awesome and so cool and sharing uh, so much of yourself with us today. We do appreciate that. And do you have a second to stick around while I wrap up the podcast? I need to do a little business with you when we're done. Sure thing. Yeah. All and right. thanks again for having me. Uh, appreciate it. No, no problem. It was my pleasure. Um, guys, you've been listening to <clears throat> Amelia K. Spicer. And let me give you that website again. It is Amelia spelled A-M-I-L-I-A-K, letter K, Spicer, S-P-I-C-E-R. 
Amelia Spicer, uh, AmeliaKSpicer.com. Uh, go check out. If you go to the site, you can jump off to everything. There's uh, all the artwork, bio, press, videos, the, the whole shebang is, is there. So um, check that out. <clears throat> Pick up the uh, album, Wow and Flutter, which is, uh, is very cool. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Uh, one more shout-out to my sponsor, Positive, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. Uh, patronize those guys because they've been a supporter of uh, independent music for uh, about three years now with us. And uh, so we we really do appreciate uh, them helping us get the word out about these amazing artists like Amelia K. Spicer and all the other cool people we've had mm-hmm. on here. Um, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. So our website is LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini, guys. We will talk to you soon. Uh, just uh, go get that record. AmeliaKSpicer.com is the uh, website. Go get Wall and Flutter. You, you're going to love it. Talk to you guys soon. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Hi. Could, uh, could I get a tag? I'd like to record you saying this is Amelia K. Spicer and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Could you do that? Yep. Okay. I will count you in from five. Two and one will be silent so we can snip it. You ready? Yep. Here we go. In five, four, three, This is Amelia K. Spicer, and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Hour. Rock and Roll Circus. Hold on. (laughs) Circus. I have to tell you, I have, I know. I have to tell you, I have such a terrible headache right now, and um, it is uh, not related to the show whatsoever, but uh, it's... Yeah, so I apologize. I'm, uh, it's sort of messing with my uh, thinking a little bit. <clears throat> and I didn't want to take, I don't like to take ibuprofen or anything I have. So I'm sort of <clears throat> trying to keep my... Trying to keep okay. My All right. Operation. You want to try it again? Okay, I'll count you. In five, four... Yeah. Ready? In five, four, three... This is Amelia K. Spicer, and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, uh, Amelia, um, I would, I'm going to send you the um, podcast. It, I don't know, take a few, about a week or so. We have it all up and everything. Um, and I would like to send you a little something. I do, I have a musician's mastermind, and I'd like to maybe send you a little bit of info on that. Um, What's a good email address? Yeah. What's a good email address for you? Okay, it's allspice, A L L S P I C E at ameliaspicer dot com. Okay. There's no K at, in the email address. I okay, Amelia Spicer. Okay, very good. You go ahead and take. You go ahead and do take you? care of that. Head. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, me. Do you um? Do you do much editing? Uh, you know the the sort of stops and starts and all that kind of stuff, or do you no, let it just roll? It, it it just goes. Um, you know, no, like I, the stuff after <laughs> all the stuff we did, all the stuff we did after we did the pod, after I ended the podcast, that'll all get that. That's not going to be on the podcast. Oh, sure, sure. No, yeah, that part. But but um, 
Yeah, I, I we just kind of let it. I now we don't do a whole lot of editing. We we play we splice the song in, and I kind of like to keep it real, yeah. you know. What I mean, because I want people to kind of like yeah. get a feel for who you are, you know. All the with I mean, imperfections just kind of make you more like a real cool person as opposed to you know somebody that's all like you know gussied up. So why is there something you didn't like? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I know that in some cases I was pausing longer than I would, and I, I really – the movie lived uh, – oh, no. Completely. No, 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 no. So, you were not – there was yeah, no – there was – no, no, there was no, like, serious dead air at all. No, not at all. No, 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 no. I want to re- I want no. I want to redo the movie list. Um, it's weird. I, I know this about myself. This is somewhat not aided by the headache, but – um, that's okay. Through, I, I, know, and I said that I was putting you on the spot. Like I, I, you know, the, the, my audience is used to that. No. I, I like both. Well, like yeah. kind of like. No, that should be easy um, for me. It, it just isn't uh, particularly, and so I, I know that about myself. And the, the unfortunate. Anyway, so I was just like, well, you could just edit that part out. Anyway, um, but okay. So if it really um, bothers you, we will. But I mean, I thought it was. I thought it just kind of made you like humanized you, like made you like just like a normal person, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know, a lot of people have trouble when I ask them, like, give me the top five, this, or whatever, you know, they're like, oh, come on, man. We got to, it's the same thing with yeah. almost everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You did good. You okay, did good. well. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Well, I had a good time, and thank you very much. No problem. Go take care of that headache. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Appreciate All it. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.